Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today. My name is John Drummond, or Yang Haowen. Hello, 大家好，欢迎各位再度来到 Angie 英文。我是 Angela. We have a great episode for you today with my good friend Elton, who's known around the Taiwanese community as Elton Chen. 是的，今天我们的来宾除了是一位 NFT 手表达人，每天忙进忙出以外，也是一位新手爸爸，而且还是我们西平方 Charlie 以前台大 GMBA 的同学哦。My guest today is the creator of Solex NFTs on the Solana blockchain. He is the general manager of Bellina Watch Company and the vice chairman of Taiwan Watch and Clock Industrial Association. He is a lover of helping people, building awesome products, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my good friend Elton. What up, John? What's up,、How's、brother?、Going? Thank you for joining us on NG England, my dude. Bro, you are so busy. You just became a new father. Yes. You are running an incredible multiple projects, NFT projects on Solana. You're consulting. You're you're you wear many hats, my bro. <laughs> Thanks, man. I mean, this what has to be done. Nice, man. And we were just talking. I didn't realize you did the GMBA program with our founder Charlie back in in the day. Yeah, I mean, Charlie was my classmate back in 2013. Yeah, so we used to play basketball a lot, and I was I was stoked when I saw the. The 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 shipping fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh,、uh, this is a place. That's amazing.、Yeah. I love that man. So so cool. Small world for sure. Awesome dude. Well, I was hoping you could give a little kind of self introduction. Who、mm. is the man, the myth, the legend, Elton?、Uh, hi everybody. This is、um, Elton, or some people know me as Sushi. Sushi、um, online、yeah. because that's my name be using since、uh, college for my fraternity. Nice. Yeah, and then、um, so people know me as a founder of Solex, which is a watch NFT project on Solana blockchain. And like John said earlier, we also、uh, consulting and helping a lot of、uh, project to enter the metaverse and you know the NFT world. Yeah, man, love it, love it. So much dope stuff to get into. But I was hoping we could kind of start with your origin story. You know, I've I've had a lot of guests on here talking about crypto and NFTs and Web three and all these buzzwords right now.、Mm-hmm. But when do you think you started to get involved with you know blockchain and kind of have that aha moment? Well, I bought my first Bitcoin bet in 2017 because at the time I thought it was interesting to learn some new technology. But I really Got into,、um, I would say, blockchain technology and NFT. You know, back in earlier twenty twenty one, because by the time there's a lot of new NFT coming out, and then from my gaming company background, I'm kind of the early adopter to believe in these virtual items、um, stories. Yeah, man. So you you saw that as you were a gamer, you understood, yeah, in game items. You understood that there's you know marketplaces and everyone's trading and and buying stuff. So. You had it made sense to you already, right? Yeah, and then even earlier, I was trading, you know, the Magic cards when I was younger, yeah, the MTG cards. So, and back back in the time, everything was in English too, you know. So it's really hard to get and then to understand、Ooh. about all these,、uh, um, you know, collections. Ooh, that's some foreshadowing, guys. We're going to talk about language. You know that later,、yeah. and how important that's been to to Ellen's life. But I love what you're doing with the Solana blockchain. You're creating Solex, so that's kind of a play on Solana and Rolex. Yeah, I love it, man. I, you know me, I'm I'm a new watch baby. Nice, <laughs> and、uh, and so yeah, can you can you can you take us through a little bit of that evolution with、uh, with Solex? 
Okay, so so my family being watchmaking for what? Yeah. Oh, I uh, didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, dude. Okay, sick. Yeah. So so that's how, pretty much how we got here because um, they were being a we've been in watchmaking for forty years. Yeah, and then as most of you guys know, the Apple Watch is being dominating the you know the the, the fashion and the young youth um, generation. So the traditional watch business actually been pretty tough, you know, for the mid range. Mm-hmm. You know, price not like Rolex and that ball. No, right, right, right. Yeah. Not the luxury brands. Yeah, for them, they're doing good because they're making. I think they make a lot of money from from crypto. Yes. <laughs> crypto people. Yes. That's what I mean. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah. So we thought you know NFT could be a good media to help a industry to transform, and then we start with our own. Yeah. So you know that's why we create a a watch NFT project to help a watch business to enter the metaverse. That's dope, yeah. man. Are are you able to share what your family business is? Yeah. Uh, so we open watch stores in department stores. Yeah. And then we do wholesale um, watches to a lot of um, watch shops. Oh, in dope. Taiwan so, yeah. For... So you bring over different brands and help them kind of distribute. Yeah. We're well, like a distributor in Taiwan. Got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool, man. Well, yeah. Shout out. Then it's the whole family's involved in, in the NFT game now. They didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. My brother is the designer for the for the old NFTs. So cool dude yeah. oh wow man i'm mean, you're hearing this first time i'm hearing this for the first time as well yeah. so that's that's beautiful I, I love that kind of family vibe about the whole thing too and so thinking that a little bit about you're saying you're doing consultancy work now yeah. right you're helping people understand what is the importance how to get involved and how to educate in crypto so what would you say is your consultancy work now with different projects with our success with solex um so for solex we pretty much start with 2,000 US dollars, and then we'll grow to a 8,000 um, people um, community. And then half of our profit goes to charity to help uh, support mental health. And we already support two foundations, one in uh, Sweden, one in um, San Francisco. So that's also one of the, you know, our mission, just to keep helping people, you know, mm-hmm. that that's, I think, what drives us moving forward and then people believing us. So that's why a lot of people, they, they like what we do and they want us to help them um, help their project to to grow, you know. Yeah. So I think that's how we started. Us instead of we reaching out, these people coming see if we can help them. And then in the end, we cannot just do everything for free because time is priced. It's money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, man. I I love that. You know, one of our mutual friends and a guy who's been on the show, TK with MetaBoom, we kind of met through him yep. and and MetaBoom, and so. Yeah, it's it's really dope to see you're just, you know, you're building this community here and all out throughout the world, really. Yeah. And so w- would there be any advice maybe you could give to up and coming projects or, or people who are, are unsure about buying their first NFT? Well, my advice will always be um, figure out who is behind the project and also what this project is up to. Don't just look at the surface of this design or, you know, this celebrity, but really what this project stands for. You know, there's a lot of good projects that have good costs. I know the project they're helping um, homeless dogs. You know, I know projects like Metaboom, they support um, musicians and independent artists. Mm-hmm. You know, there's also many different projects support different, you know, certain group of people. And I would suggest you to find the one that you really believe and agree with their uh, mission and value. And, you know, don't worry about the the price right yeah yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't agree more not financial advice everyone no, but financial. yeah you know say, I, I couldn't agree more yeah you know see what the team is doing see what the project stands for see the roadmap that means like where are they going and yeah and just see if you can vibe with it and and regardless of the price yeah that that usually can be a good start 
Exactly. Yeah, and then always, you know, investing in something that you can afford. You know, if it's you think it's too expensive, then it's not for you. It's not、yeah. for you. Definitely. Well, well said. Nice, brother. Well, what is the future looking like for Mr. Elton? Are you guys thinking about doing more watch collaborations? Are you doing more consultancy? Where Where are you headed in 2023 and beyond? Yeah. Um. So for the watch brand, um, you'll definitely be be around, and then there's something that we'll do long term, just like any other watch brand. Yeah, so there will be new collections and new collaborations with you know fashion brand in real life or metaverse event、uh, metaverse fashion brands. It could be opening our、um, you know partners, and we're also looking to help other、um, accessories or you know actual items to enter the metaverse with our experience. So, like you said, you know, watch we'll keep doing it, and also we will start and I mean keep helping people to enter the metaverse if the demand is there. Dope,、yeah. man. Very, very cool. And the last part I wanted to touch on was just your your love of the NBA、uh, and basketball. Yeah. And yeah, you you used to kind of work as an ambassador for the NBA in Taiwan. Is that right? I spent a small time with NBA Taiwan, and we had a small office、um, back in the year. And then so we basically run the events and help、um, players. You know, for the accommodations and stuff when they're around. Yeah,、Those. man, it's it's dope. It's kind of what I do with、uh, with the music industry: bring artists around, you know, show them a good time in in Asia, and babysit them. Really. <laughs> well, well, but we all got a job done. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's <laughs>、nice. right. Dope, man. Well,、yeah. I hope we can do more of that. You know, in the future with with COVID, hopefully starting to cool down. But yeah, man, I wish you nothing but success, and you know. Anything, anything I can do, I'm always here to help. So appreciate it. Shout out to Solex and all your team. Yeah, thanks, John. Yeah, man. 节目一开始的时候，我们这位 Solex 手表的创办人来宾 Elton 提到，他们公司除了有在这所谓的以太坊杀手 Solana 区块链做手表的 NFT 以外，其实也有在做元宇宙的顾问咨询，好协助其他专案计划、其他产品呢来进入区块链和 NFT 的市场。好，那虽然说来宾他是2017年在好奇心驱使下才买了第一个比特币，而且是到去年才真正开始比较认真去研究区块链，把 NFT 跟他们传统手表做结合。但其实他们家已经在手表产业打滚了40年，算是大概台湾的一个手表经销商。好，只是因为最近几年科技时代的转变，苹果手表的销售量和吸引力就远远超过传统手表，所以 Alton 他。才会决定来发行他们家手表的 NFT， 希望可以透过区块链、透过虚拟货币这类型的媒介呢，来帮助传统手表市场转型。加上，因为他本身就在打游戏，很懂那些线上游戏里面，呃，那个物品交易形式，让他不管是在区块链的领域，还是结合手表和 NFT 这种虚拟的概念，都更容易上手。重点是呢，他也因为当初打的那些游戏，让英文进步了不少。好，打个游戏不但让英文进步，也也让他创造出这个 Solex 手表的 NFT。到底谁说玩电动没营养？欧贝工，没有来开玩笑的。来听几个实用英文说法 ：medium，medium medium, 这个字，听众朋友们应该不陌生，一般有中间、中等、适中的意思。像是衣服尺寸 M 号就是 medium， 或者是牛排五分熟，通常也可以用 medium 来表示。但有时候在其他情况下，同样一个 medium 也可以用来表达媒介哦。像刚刚我们来宾提到，他希望透过虚拟货币这样子的一个媒介，这样的一个 medium 来帮助传统手表市场转型，就是这样子的用法。
，只是要小心哦，它的复数形态比较特别，我们不加 s， 而是直接把 medium 变成 media， 好，把字尾的 i u m 变成 i a， 跟细菌 bacteria 它的规则一样，一个细菌 bacterium， 那两个以上的细菌就是 bacteria。另外一个，就像在听到来宾家里是从事手表买卖的消息之后，立马说了一个 sick。好，这是非常口语、非常到底的说法，跟生病完全没有关系哦，而是在表达一种很酷、很帅，或者是让人意想不到、惊讶的那种概念。例如，朋友买了一台可能兰兰博基尼、兰博基尼超跑，这个帅爆。好，或者是哪天破纪录，在超短时间内完成铁人三项。都可以说 ，Wow, that's so sick！ <笑>好，接着来宾提到他们 Select 营运的利润有一半都是捐出去，帮助需要做心理疾病治疗的病人。好像不管是在北欧瑞典还是在美国西岸的旧金山，都有他们捐助的机构。那也因为他们公司营运的成功和这样充满爱的举动，打响了他们 Select 名号，感动了不少业界的朋友，让很多公司呢主动来找他们做咨询。如果听众朋友，你刚好也在想办法要进入元宇宙、进入区块链的领域，但是不知道怎么下手的话呢？这边 Alton 建议啊，买 NFT 之前务必要先了解那个 NFT 项目是谁设计的，好，还有它的设计理念和目标是什么。像有的是支持流浪动物啦，有的是支持独立音乐，好，或有的是像他们就是支持心理健康等等。要找一个和自己理念相同的，不要只看表面，只看他说哦。是哪个名人的就一定好啊，或者是看起来喜欢就买这样。好，是说他们未来也会持续去设计新款手表的 NFT， 而且也打算跟时尚品牌合作。所以如果有兴趣的话呢，或许可以从他们家的 NFT 系列开始研究哦。这边有一句很到地而且实用到不行的句子，我们来练习一下吧。To be up to something. To be up to something. 它通常呢有两种意涵，一个是进行某事。好像刚才来宾说，要先了解 NFT 设计人的理念跟 what they're up to, what they're doing， 要了解他们在做什么。好，或是也可以问人家说 ，Hey, what are you up to this weekend？ 好，就是表达你这个周末要干嘛。好，那除了这样的用法以外，它也可以用来描述一个人心怀不轨。例如，你看到有一个人在那边鬼鬼祟祟，不知道在做什么，就可以说 I think he's up to something。好，就是不知道他葫芦里在卖什么药。或者是也可以就直接说 he's up to no good。好，记得两种意思，一个有 what are you doing 在干嘛，一个有意图不轨的概念，小心不要搞混喽。好啦，那上半段就先在这边告一段落，我们赶快继续听吧。Do you mind if we switch gears a little bit to kind of the story of your life? Would love to. Yeah, man. So where where do we begin? I I would say yeah. You know, can you share a little bit about your your background? You know, what has Taiwan and the U.S. maybe done for you? Okay, so I was born and raised in Taiwan actually, and then I, I went to high school here and took my SAT here in Taiwan. All natural. All natural, yeah. And then, so all my English were learned back in school at the time. You know, there wasn't really good. You know, like cram schools. All the cram school you go in in Taipei Tezhan is like they have like thousands of people watching. DVDs together, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um, you know, so and then I, I went, to, so I took SAT and I went to um, states around 13 years ago, yeah, to start my college, and then I started with taking ESL program for a semester too. Nice, nice. Yeah, you know, so 
And then I realized, you know, learning language is not like like it or not. It's a tool you needed to communicate with the world. You know, like we talked about earlier, why people are using English? Because this is the most commonly used language in the world at the moment, right? If one day Mandarin or Chinese become the most commonly used language, then we'll take the advantage. But for now, the advantage is somebody knows English, then we just need to, you know, catch up. Yeah, exactly, man. It's it's no disrespect to anybody's culture or their language exactly. skills. It's just right now we need a common ground, and it happens to be English. And you said that so well because it could flip at any moment. It, you know, in five years it could be Mandarin. You know, and then you're still happy. I'm still all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah as, a, so. as a white guy who speaks <laughs> yeah. some Mandarin, you know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it, but it's no. It's nothing personal, you know. I think a lot of people sometimes are like, "Hey, like, why you're like, I don't, I don't want to speak English." It's like, well, you can get ahead, you know. Definitely, and like John said, you definitely get ahead, and then you will know some, you will know more than you know somebody else that who doesn't speak English, or you can even start from understanding English rather than speaking, right? I think speaking's been a, you know, a, a huge challenge for a lot of people in, in mm-hmm. Taiwan because. You know, a lot of people here are pretty shy and um, uh, express their, how they feel and stuff. Yeah, but you can always start with, you know, listening to the show and, you know, just catching up and understand some of the, you know, um, you know, the native English, how English is, you know, being used by, you know, native speakers. Right. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And like you said, it's it's just, it's a tool. And so during that process of you learning it in Taiwan, learning English, I should say, in Taiwan, and then applying it when you're in the U.S., do you remember anything that really helped you along with your your own learning? Yeah. So so back at the time, ICRT was probably the only source hey. we can get, you know, from native speakers. But at the same time, it's also free for most of people. Mm. You just need to have a, a radio, right? You can probably listen online or through streaming too, I guess. Um, but, uh, but still, I think that's the, one of the easiest way. And then to be honest, one of the most efficient way, because in the end, you need to create a environment for you, um, you know, to, to get used to this language and, you know, just having English playing in the background, doing whatever, no matter whatever you're doing. I think that's one of the best way to do. Yeah, yeah. man. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And I love that. Yeah. You, you kind of grew up listening to ICRT. Yeah. Shout out to all the, all the crew at ICRT. Yeah. You know. Thank you guys. It's just, it's, yeah. it's cool, man. And so, yeah, just like you said, if you're listening now, you're already, you're already on the right track. Yep. Definitely. You know? So shout out to you out there listening to us. Blah, yep. blah, blah. Yep. Awesome, man. Well, do you remember any interesting stories when you went to the U.S., right? You, you first time you went was in college, right? Is that correct? Yep. You, I know you entered a university. You were probably dealing with a lot of different culture. Do you remember any fun stories about that transition period? Well, I guess that's something people call a cultural shock, mm-hmm. right? When you, when right. you first go there, you don't really understand what's going on. And then you hang out not just with Americans, but also with people from different countries. All different countries, right? You know, there's, there's a lot of funny stories and, you know, a lot of, like language based, you know, jokes people probably hear a lot, but you know, but I don't want to get into those. But you know, but I, I can yeah, tell yeah. you, it happens a lot in the ESL class. You know, people don't really understand other people's language and made a lot of, you know, uh, you know, jokes. Yeah, you know, back for in the sure, time. Man. Good yeah. stuff. And so, when did you actually come back to Taiwan? So I actually moved back in twenty uh, two thousand nine. Two thousand. Yeah. So okay. this thirteen right after the college. Okay, because, so finished college and came back. Yeah. Well, that wasn't the plan, but it was a financial crisis. Right? Oh, so, right, yeah. Right. So, you know, things happened. So I had to move back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then 
And I spent a couple of years working, and then I went to GMBA. Hey. Yeah, I met Charlie. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, and then I start working. And most of the, well, actually, I only worked for three company before, and then two of them are American companies.、Mm. So I can tell you, you know, English definitely helps, even just for finding a job here local in Taiwan. Yeah, it definitely give you more, you know,、uh, advantage. Yeah, not even you know studying abroad, but. I think knowing, you know, and especially if you can, you're willing to speak or express in English. I think that will help you a lot. Yeah, man, I I couldn't agree more. And you know, I I really am curious though. Where did this sexy voice come from, my friend?、Uh, where, where is this? Where is this cool, like、yeah. mysterious Elton? Where did that come、yeah. from? I, I'm not sure how this you know sounds like on on the radio, but um, you know, I, my my voice being like this since I was young. I was in the core, and I always, you know, on the lowest um, what is it called division or、mm-hmm. you know, in the、mm-hmm. bass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. The the choir. You were like always the bass in the choir. It's it's very cool. Awesome, Elton. Well, we're coming to the end of the show here on NG Ingwen. Thank you for making some time. Congratulations on the company, the consulting work, and becoming a father. Thank you so much, John. Yeah,、I'm、man. Pleasure, Smile. Awesome. And the question I'd love to end with is: If you could go back and talk to a younger Elton,、yeah. would there be any advice you give yourself about life, business, crypto, anything? I would just give this advice to all the young people instead. Just try as much and as hard as you can, you know, and take the consequences. You know, stop thinking, just moving forward, and you'll get there. Get after it. Yep. Whatever、exactly. it is, yeah, I yeah. love that, man. Well, you're doing that, you're living that, and it's just beautiful to see how your life's unfolding, man. So love, love to have you on the show, and I'm sure we'll be seeing each other very, very soon. Definitely. Thanks, bro. All right, brother. Well, where can people find Solex? Where can they find maybe your life online? Where can they find the social media? Oh,、uh, our website is Solex dot Watch. I think, or you can just Google Solex, like Rolex, but start with a S for yeah, Superman. Yeah. yeah, and then you can find relative、uh, informations. Awesome, brother. All right, everyone. We will talk to you all next time. Thanks for joining us, Elton. Thanks, John. 下半段这边来宾提到，他也跟我们很多台湾学生一样，在台湾出生长大，在学校跟老师苦读英文，一直到后来高中要考美国大学入学考试 SAT 的时候，也是自己啃书啃来的。后来到美国念大学的时候，也是上了一个学期的英文语言课程。那这里他提到一点，我觉得很不错的是，学英文我们不为其他，只为它是目前目前哈世界上最通用的语言。不是说其他国家的语言不够优秀啊，还是怎么样的？只是因为现阶段而言，它是最普遍、国际上最常用来沟通的语言，对不对？像以后如果我们中文取代英文变成最通用的语言的话，哇，那我们变成占有优势啊，对不对？就不用再另外去学。但现在因为英文是主要语言，如果我们想要跟国际接轨的话，那就势必要把它学好学满。好，所以各位听众朋友，每天拨点时间讲英文、听英文，就当是在帮自己的未来铺路喽。不管是像来宾一样听 ICRT 广播，还是听影集、听故事，直接就把英文当背景音在听，这样子。好，不管怎样都好，尽量就是想办法让自己沉浸在英文的环境里。这边我们来听几个片语 ：to get ahead，to get ahead。还有领先或是赢在起跑点的意思，像刚才他们说会英文的话，通常接收到的资讯就会比不会英文的人来得多，让你能够 get ahead， 能够领先其他人一点。另外一个片语 a head start，a head start 也可以表达类似的概念，大家赶快把它收到口袋字典里，改天找个机会用,用看哦。
。好，那当然在练习的过程中，一定会遇到一些瓶颈啊，或是闹笑话之类的嘛。像来宾到美国念大学的时候，在 ESL 第二外语课程里面遇到来自世界各地的人，和跟他们产生的一些语言文化冲击等等，我猜大概也是蛮好笑的啦。但可惜他没有分享出来。不过，虽然来宾他在当地上了语言课程，在当地念大学，最后选择回来讲中文的台湾，但也是因为他这样的语言技能呢，让他在台湾的求职市场上呢占了不少优势。最后，来宾想跟所有我们年轻的听众朋友们精神喊话：好，他说大家不管做什么事情都要尽力而为，尽百分百的力量去做事，而且呢要勇敢承担，勇于接受后果。同时呢，也不要东想西想的，就勇往直前。总有一天呢，你会达到心中的目标。好啦，那希望大家都有从今天的内容学到一些东西。有兴趣的话呢，可以到他们 Select 的官网去看看有没有自己喜欢的手表哦。All right, peace. Take care, guys. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram. YouTube and now Spotify. You can search "ng ingwen" or you can search on IG "ng English I C R T." And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from 6:30 to 7, and Wednesday night from 9 to 9:30. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye. 好啦，今天的节目就到这边告一段落啦！感谢各位的收听，别忘了订阅我们的 Spotify 还有 YouTube 频道哦。那喜欢我们节目的话，也要记得到 Instagram 到 IG 上追踪我们哦。如果各位有什么其他问题是想要问来宾的，也请欢迎在底下留言告诉我们，我们一定会想办法帮你问到手。好啦，那就下周在空中相会喽，拜拜。